Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Beyond the Bookshelf. I am so happy to be back in the studio and I'm back with somebody very special. I had the opportunity of meeting my next guest through a business coaching program that we were in called Purpose to Platform. Her name is Anita Morris and I think she is absolutely fantastic and I'm not just saying that. I told Anita before booking her on this show that she reminded me so much of my mom and I think it's an absolute delight and pleasure that I have her here with me. So Anita, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Tanisha. It is my pleasure and a great honor to be here as your guest today. You're welcome. You're welcome. So Anita, I always start off with the story. And many people that follow me on social media, unless you're part of my family, don't know that my grandmother and my great-grandmother were seamstresses. So when my sister and I were growing up, we spent a lot of time at my great-grandmother's house while my parents were working, and my grandmother had active clients. So my grandmother sewed it for, for a really long time. And when we were at her house, like especially during the summers, some of her clients would come by the house to try on their clothes and all the things. And so my grandmother would um, go to her back room and she had a sewing room. And that's where she spent all her time making people's garments and dresses. And she made my dress, she made my sister's dress, she made a lot of our Easter dresses. And as I was growing up, uh, and I hadn't told you this, Anita, before, as I was growing up, I always wanted my great grandmother to make my prom dress. That was something that I asked of her. And she lived to see me through prom, but she wasn't able to make the dress for me, but she was very happy with the dress that I selected. So part of my connection with Anita is Anita sews as well. So when I started learning more about Anita during our business coaching uh, program, and I saw that she was a seamstress, I was like, oh my God, that's so awesome. And she has a course that teaches people how to sew. And I never really wanted to know how to sew. That really wasn't my thing. But I thought it was so cool that she actually did something that my grandmother and my great-grandmother did as a profession. I mean, they were entrepreneurs. They did that as their business. They were very successful at it. And Anita, I wanted to ask you, before we get into your book, how did you get to the point to where you decided that you wanted to be a seamstress and sew and, and then ultimately write a book and teach a class on sewing? Yes, Tanisha, thank you. First of all, I, I am a trend. I wanted to introduce myself as a transformational speaker okay. where I encourage and teach women all over the world how to step into the purpose for which they were created in the midst and aftermath of their own devastating life trials. I am the author of the best-selling book, Anita, or Step Into It, <laughs> Overcoming Trials That Lead to Purpose. And as you have already mentioned, I am the creator and CEO of the popular DIY fashion mm -hmm. brand, Anita by Design, mm -hmm. where I teach and inspire women all over the world to sew their own clothing. However, all of these accomplishments, Tanisha, came with a cost. Mm -hmm. And the price I had to pay was pain. Mm -hmm. But what you would know, you and your audience would know by looking at me, is that my sewing brand was born out of 
the most devastating, one of the most devastating times of my life, and that was betrayal. When I found myself okay. falling to my knees in the closet of my bedroom after discovering that my husband was having an affair. And Tanisha, in that moment, as I looked around, I could not imagine how I would be okay again. So after praying to God and seeking his wisdom and guidance to walk through the healing journey of healing my heart and rebuilding mm -hmm. my marriage, mm -hmm. I also dove into sewing because I needed something tangible mm -hmm. to help me focus in those very dark times, the days when I just felt like I was gonna fall apart. Mm -hmm. So I dove heavily into sewing and I was sharing while I was sewing, I was sharing on social media, mm -hmm. my projects. And I noticed that I was encouraging other people mm -hmm. to sew. And so that's where my Anita by Design brand was birthed. Wow. What you would know in your audience by looking at me, Tanisha, is that Becoming a transformational speaker and an author was born out of the most devastating time of my life. And that is when I stood by and watched my husband take his last breath after retiring from his job of 30 years. And as you can imagine, you look forward to retirement and you're excited about all the things that you have planned, but that didn't happen. So in that time, I made the decision to allow myself to sit in that grief, to allow myself to go through the process. And also during that time, I was sharing on social media what I was going through. And I noticed, Tanisha, that other people were being encouraged mm -hmm. through my journey. Mm -hmm. And so as I took the steps that I needed to take to gain my healing and to eventually step into this purpose for which God has created me in this season, mm -hmm. other people were watching. And I knew that God had called me to this thing and that was to write this book. Mm -hmm. And so I share in the book, the four steps that I went through so that others can be encouraged to take these four steps. And those four steps are stand, trust, endure and proceed. Mm -hmm. And when others will allow themselves to take these four steps, then they too can find the healing that they need so that they can step into the purpose for which they were created. That is so powerful. And I mean, there's so much that you said there. Some, a lot of that I, I knew because I've had uh, experiences with you and then I've, I've re read parts of your book. I hadn't finished your book, but I read, I read a lot of it. And I will tell you, Anita, like, I think that when I first saw you and met you through Purpose to Platform, I had no idea what your story was. And as you've mentioned, by looking at you, I, I would have never known or never even guessed or even imagined that you lived and survived the things that you lived and survived and how those things, I mean, you you dove head first into a lot of things to to help yourself go through the process. And I think that's so admirable because you have children, right? Yes. And I, I have to. And, and I think that sometimes with women and kids and husbands and infidelity, and then when the husband, uh, a spouse passes, it's, it's a lot because I'm not a mom, but I would imagine that you have to not only be strong for yourself, 
but you have to be strong for your children. You have to make sure your children are okay and you're doing for them and trying to take care of you at the same time. And then even when your husband was sick, you're taking care of him. And I, I, I can only imagine how much that was for you personally and internally. And then, I mean, you just, you look so graceful grow, going through it all. And I think that that's, I mean, I, I know that I, I, I know and I believe that God doesn't give you any more than you can handle or any more that you can bear. And there are things that I have gone through that I know people will say like, I couldn't imagine losing my mom because I lost my mom. I couldn't imagine it either until it happened, you know, and I, I could imagine, you know, I couldn't imagine losing a spouse. You know, I'm not married, but I have a significant other. And I, I couldn't imagine that, especially if he had worked and is now retired and we think we're thinking we're starting our life, you know, a new version of our life. And then he gets sick and then it just kind of, everything happens so quick. So I, I will ask you in writing the book, how difficult or was it difficult for you to write it and relive it so you could tell the story? Yes, Tanisha, writing the book first before I went into that assignment because it was a God assignment. That's not something that I have aspired to do in my life ever. It's not, it just wasn't on my radar. But as I was going through this process, then I kept receiving the promptings on my heart from God to write the story. So when I dove into writing the story, I realized eventually somewhere, I don't know if it was in the middle or close to the beginning mm -hmm. that this book was for me first. And I say that because I needed to go back to those places and allow God to continue to nourish my heart. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you go through things in life, you go through your trials in life, you get through them, you overcome and you move forward. And then something else happens mm -hmm. that kind of draws you back to a previous trial. And that's what I experienced, Tanisha. So as I was writing the book, I was receiving more healing. God allowed that experience to further facilitate my healing process. So I, I, can't, I can say without a doubt that God allowed me to write that book for me first so that I could receive the healing that I need as I continue to walk this journey because it's not over. I continue mm -hmm. to walk this, this path that he's placed me on. But as I do that, I'm also encouraging others to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And I know in the, in the book you have four steps. Did those four steps naturally come to you and you knew what to call them or did they come over time? Yes. See, okay. This is great. This is what happened as I was going through the journey, starting when my husband was ill, he, uh -huh. for your audience, my husband was diagnosed with brain cancer, brain cancer six months after he retired. And when I was going through taking care of him, being the caregiver and after his death, the three words I kept hearing over and over as I was going through it were stand, trust, endure. And at first I didn't understand. The first word I heard was stand and I didn't really understand. I thought that meant I needed to be strong, that I needed to you know, go through this thing really, really powerfully and be strong and let people see you stand up. But that wasn't it, Tanisha. Stand 
meant that I needed to stand in my faith and use whatever it is that God had already planted in my heart to carry me through, to uphold me, to to give me the wisdom that I already had inside of me to walk through this process. So that's what it meant. And then I heard trust. And what that meant is that I needed to trust God, who is the one who allowed this to happen, that I needed to trust him to walk me through the process, knowing that he is sovereign and nothing he allows into our lives is in vain. Mm -hmm. So that was the second word. And then the third word I heard was endure with grace. So it's one thing to endure, but to endure with grace, I was like, well, what does that mean? Well, what that means is that I needed to allow myself to be present in every part of the journey, not trying to run away, not trying to hide, but going through the painful parts, the memories, everything that I needed to go through, I needed to allow it to happen mm -hmm. so that I could receive that healing. And then eventually the word proceed came. And it's interesting because as these words were being revealed to me one at a time, it was also like they were happening simultaneously. Mm -hmm. When the word proceed came, God was telling me that my daughter, I am calling you out. I am using you right here, right now, as you are. So proceed. And the proceed is, it, it, it's as if God was telling me, this is something that began from long ago. It's not a, it's not new. Although he he is doing a new thing in me, this thing that he has been calling me to do is not new. It's something that has been a part of me. It's part of my purpose that he built in me from before I was born. Mm -hmm. So when he said to proceed, it's like, go on this path, continue on the path that I have set for you. Now there was an awakening that mm -hmm. happened in the midst of all of this, that purpose has always been planted in me. But in the process of going through this, there was a heightened awareness an awakening to what he was calling me to do. So the, that, that's what the four steps did for wow. me. Wow, wow. I can, and I'm saying wow, because I haven't lost a spouse, but when I lost my mom, I couldn't have done at the time. I don't think I could have done any of those four things. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I felt yeah. like I was like in a, in this world by myself, although I knew I wasn't, but I went through a complete identity shift and who am I without my mom? and and what time what type of woman am i going to be and, and all those things and and i you know prayed and asked god to help me get through my process and i didn't get words i mean i got other things but words didn't like i think it's so powerful that those words came to you and you were able to proceed knowing what to do and knowing how to go through it and then knowing really i think on how to get to the other side of it because I think that sometimes as you're going through something, it's probably the worst experience of your life, I would imagine. You know, you, you don't know what tomorrow's gonna look like or two weeks are gonna look like or, and really what they're gonna feel like and what's gonna come up for you emotionally. And I think it's amazing that God gave you those words and you used what you were given and wrote about it, you know, and, and, and wrote this book. And I would like to ask you, if I could, how long did it take you to write it? 
Like, did it take a long time or did, did it all kind of come together at once? It did, it, you know, I'm amazed because it didn't take very long. Uh -huh. I hired a book coach because when I finally realized that this is really the voice of God telling me to write this book, I went on YouTube and watched videos to learn how to write a book because I didn't know, I didn't know anything about writing a book. Mm -hmm. so I watched videos and found myself going down a rabbit hole mm -hmm. of watching all these videos and getting all this information. And it was just too overwhelming, mm -hmm. too much so I hired a book coach to help me and he guided me through the process. So from start to finish, it was exactly one year. Oh, wow. but yes, but the actual writing, mm -hmm. getting my draft done, Tanisha, mm -hmm. believe it or not, it was less than 30 days. That I believe because, that, because that happened to me too. Okay. So, you know, yes. Yeah. So yeah. he had to go through this, um, it was an assignment. It was called, uh, a 20 day, 20 or 30 day challenge. Mm -hmm. And had us to just get the words out. Don't edit yourself, just write the book. And for me, fortunately, Tanisha, I already had the message because I had mm -hmm. lived it. Mm -hmm. I had lived the message. And I had already spoken about this at a women's retreat. So I had the process, the four steps, but God took me so much deeper than that. Sharing the dark, parts of my past with the betrayal and my childhood issues, Tanisha, that was never part of what I had planned to write. Mm -hmm. That developed as I was writing. And when God was prompting me to share those things, I fought him. I was very rebellious on that because I didn't understand mm -hmm. why I needed to do that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I said, God, well, why would I do that? It has nothing to do with what I'm sharing here, but now I understand that he needed to take me deeper into the healing process for those things. So writing the book was a, a year. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And and I, I would like to, uh, and I, I can understand the whole writing process being a year, and then I can understand you actually writing the part, like writing, the actual writing part only taking 30 days because that the same thing happened to me and I prayed my way through it and the words just came. So as they came, I wrote, and I too did not want to include certain parts. And there were parts where I was like, no God, I don't want to write that. And God was adamant about me putting specific things in, in the book. Really, they weren't necessarily for me per se. They were to really help somebody else um, to maybe one, do, one day go through that process or go through a version of it. And my book included a lot of stories um, about the lessons that I learned from my mom. And one of, the, one of the hardest parts of my personal book was me describing the, the moment I saw I had to view my mom. Like, I, and I, I didn't wanna write that because writing it caused me to relive it. I had to put myself back in that space and what I felt like and how my knees buckled and how my dad had to hold me on one side and my, my uncle had to hold me on the other side because I couldn't walk down the aisle. I couldn't. And I didn't want to write that. But I did, and I was obedient because it did help somebody else because other people have since lost parents since I wrote my book or have since you know had to go through something similar and they know what that feels like. And I, I would like to ask you, because you have sons, have, have either of your sons read your book? And if so, what did they think? My sons have not read my book, girl. Really? 
But you know, my sons are so very encouraging. They're very supportive uh -huh. of their mom. They rooted me on, they cheered for me, they encouraged me the entire time I was writing the book. I did talk to my sons about putting the story in about their dad, mm -hmm. about the infidelity. They, they knew about it. it. It wasn't a secret to them, but I felt really strange. I was afraid to put that in the book and I was also afraid to put my childhood issues in the or stories in the book. But I, I, I told my sons what I was going to do, not to get their approval because God, had already told me to do it and his approval is the only approval that I need, but I wanted them to know, I didn't want it to come by a surprise, you know, by surprise to them. And they were totally fine. They weren't bothered by it at all. They told me, well, mom, that's, that's your story. Mm -hmm. And my, my youngest, my oldest son said, it's, that's fine. It's the past. That's your story. So that made me feel really good to know that I wouldn't be hurting them. Although, you know, that, that I, if God told me to do it, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. other people want to deal with their, their own issues, but yeah, they haven't read my book yet, but they have been very supportive of their mom becoming an author. One day they're going to read it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. And I can, I can see that because there are people in my family that haven't read my book either. Like my sister hasn't read my book. It took my dad a while to read it. And I didn't even know he had read it. And so he called me out of the blue one day and, and talk to me about it. So I, I understand that as well. And the other thing that I want to ask you is, because uh, you mentioned earlier that you are a best-selling author, which you are. But Anita, can you tell the audience what happened with you? Because Anita became a bestseller before, did you become a bestseller before your book was officially, uh, was officially available to not order, but before it became officially available. Is that, did I get that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So that, how, how did you know? Like, did you, did they, did, did you, did, did Amazon notify you or you just happened to go on the page and see that it now said bestseller? Yeah, I had, no, they didn't notify me. I think I just happened to go on and there it was. And I was shocked. I just couldn't believe it because I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Well, being a new author, you don't know what you don't know. And so I saw that and I was like, well, how is this possible? My book hasn't even launched yet. It's mm -hmm. not available for purchase. Well, it was the pre-orders and I didn't, I just didn't know. <laughs> so people were pre-ordering the book and it made it to number one in my category. Mm -hmm. so I, I'm still just amazed, <laughs> Tanisha, that that actually happened, but it did. And my book coach told me whenever your book makes that top 100 then you are a bestseller it uh -huh. doesn't matter if it's there for a day or if it's there for a week yeah you are so i'm like okay yeah we'll take yeah and and guys the other cool thing about anita's book is anita's book is in stores so which stores have you found your book in well it's in my local barnes and noble okay local that's yeah, that's the only one that I know of. They celebrate local or they support local authors, which I think is just an mm -hmm. amazing. So yes, I went in one day to ask about a future book signing. Mm -hmm. and she told me that, of course, they're not doing that right now because of COVID, but that they would, you know, honor that later on. But she wanted to go ahead and order the book and put it in the store. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. So yes. <laughs> That, and I, I think that's incredible because I, I, I know that there's so many authors who 
you know, want to put their book on, they want to become an author and then they want to publish on Amazon and then to see your book in a store, I would only, because my book is not in bookstores, but I would imagine to see your book on the shelf along with all these other books that you've read from all these other authors is such an incredible um, experience and such an honor, you know, to be among to be amongst so, so many great authors. And I think that's so amazing and I'm so incredibly happy for you and, and proud of you. And before, before, before we go, because we're almost at our time, but before we go, I want to ask you about your course. So can you talk to, can you talk to the audience a little bit about your, is, do, do you call it a masterclass or is it, what do you call it? The sewing course? Uh-huh. Yes, it is a beginner's sewing course. And in the course, I walk brand new beginners, people who have never touched a sewing machine before, through the entire process of learning how to sew their own garments. And in this course, it's about mastering the basics. So I stick to the basic techniques that they need to learn in order to create their own garments. And it has module or nine modules where they go through and each module is has a topic that they're going to learn in order to culminate at the end into sewing garments so we sew three different garments at the end using the techniques that they have used that they have learned in the course you sew three different garments yes really three. wow <laughs> can i ask you and i'm sure this is probably such a dated question because i don't know but do you got do you still work off of like a pattern or do, or do you or do you teach them to work off of something else? Yes, I teach them how to read a pattern, how okay. to lay a pattern. However, we don't use the patterns to create our garments. We actually design and draft our own patterns in this course because what happens to Nisha is the patterns go out of print eventually. Oh, and I, I didn't know that. Yes, they do. And I didn't want to take that chance with my mm -hmm. students not being able to have access to the patterns, especially for students who will be coming in the course later, maybe years from now, mm -hmm. they wouldn't have it. So we learn how to make our own patterns in the course. Anita, that is amazing. Yes, it is. And and they're loving it. They, they are just absolutely loving it. One of the, the things that they love the most is that they are learning how to sew clothing that fits their own bodies because that's a big challenge when people go out into the local department stores they have trouble finding clothes that fit their own bodies especially if they're tall or short and people want clothing that fits so when yeah. they come into my they learn how to sew clothing that fits and they learn how to alter patterns if they want to go out and buy commercial patterns to fit their body how do they get the fabric or do you do you do you do it that way no, I tell them where to go. They can go out to the fabric stores okay. or they can go online. So I just give them guidance about what type of fabric to purchase for the garments that we're making and different fabric stores that they can go to. Okay. I think that's amazing. And I only mentioned the pattern because that's how I saw my great-grandmother create her um, dresses. And she used this, this pattern. And I did not know that those patterns, you know, go out of date. That's, I, I didn't know that. And I think, I mean, that's, that's awesome. It is. I love patterns. I work mostly with patterns. I, I'm designing or teaching my students to design patterns in the course for the reason that I shared with you. Mm -hmm. But I work with all patterns. Yeah. Well, Anita, I think it's amazing. And I'm not 
I'm not just saying that to say it because you, you know that, it, that I believe that with my whole heart. And before we officially wrap, I wanted to ask you, um, how can people support you um, in whatever you're doing now and in the future? Because I know that you're speaking more and you're, and you're doing, uh, you're still doing the course. And is the course going to open back up at a later date? Because I know it's, clo it's closed right now, right? It's sold out. It's closed right now, but it will open at a later date. If there is anyone who's interested in learning to sew your own clothing, then you can go to anitabydesign.com and there you will be able to join my wait list to, so that you can be informed mm -hmm. when I open the doors again. You will receive notifications. So, yeah. Okay. And the book, they can I get the book on Amazon? Do you, you don't sell the book through your own website, do you? No. Everything. Okay. You can go through Amazon, so you can purchase it on Amazon.com. Okay, cool. Well, Anita, it's been a pleasure having you, and I'm so, this went by so fast, and it was so, so, so good, and I don't just say that, but it was so good, and I'm so grateful that I get to call you my sister, and I'm so honored to have you on as a guest, and I'm so proud of you, and I can't say that enough because you've survived and not only you've survived you you are thriving and you are bringing so many other people along with you and encouraging everybody that you can because anita is a great encourager like she completely i mean she shines on her own but she completely encourages everybody around her and just let them know how great they are and whatever that they're doing and i think anita you are absolutely incredible and i'm so honored to have you here on this show. Thank you. Anisha, thank you so much. I just adore you and what you are doing. Thank it you. is so beautiful that you are highlighting authors and allowing them to share the stories behind their books. Tanisha, thank you for what you do. I just, I absolutely love you. You are a woman of class and I just, I love it. So thank, thank you for you. allowing here to share my story you're welcome you're welcome well guys that does it for us i will be back with a brand new author with another backstory so until next time i will see you soon bye mm -hmm.